At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens. It's the birthday show, the Throwdown Thursday, Squatch's B-Day edition of the Detroit City Cast. It is so great to be here with all of you. And before we get into anything, I just want to say this on, on this special day. And I know for some of you, maybe your birthday doesn't mean as much. And for others, you're like me, where it just means everything. I I really appreciate and I'm grateful for my birthdays because I, I've been through so much in life. You know, being 11 years sober, I'm, I'm it's very possible I, I might not be here right now. Because I, you know, have had people that have always been there for me and have been lucky to have the support system I had. And unfortunately, some of my friends have not. Uh, And even some of them that did, they still just could get through it and they're no longer with us. So to be able to do this show with you each and every day and and share my life with you and get you some winning uh, strategies and winning picks and have fun and have good interviews and and, and really just live life, it means the world to me. And I I can't thank you enough for uh, listening to this show and being a part of my life, and I'm going to keep doing the best I can to, you know, keep your wallet fatter and your bankroll bigger. Uh, so it's days like today where I'm very, very grateful uh, to be alive and grateful to be doing what I love so much. And the only bummer is, as I, I've mentioned, I'm going to uh, Vegas on Friday, and <laughs> I I don't want to say it was the only reason, it wasn't the only reason, but one of the biggest reasons I decided to go for my birthday, aside from it being a birthday weekend and EDC Vegas, and I have some friends out there, and there's a lot of a lot of things that are going on, is to see my favorite band, Pearl Jam, who, of course, were supposed to tour a couple years ago, but put it on pause because of the pandemic, had it toured, uh, you know, it's been almost four years now since the last time they toured, and of course, Gigaton came out, and they were going to do a, a tour in support of that before the pandemic shut everything down. They were playing the final date of the North American leg before they went to Europe, 
at the MGM Grand Arena Friday night. Had tickets all set to go. They just canceled. They just canceled because Matt Cameron, the great Pearl Jam and former Soundgarden drummer, had COVID. He is back, and they actually had that 18-year-old kid fill in in Oakland, and Josh Klofhager, the, the former guitarist for the Chili Peppers, he's been filling in, and, and I'm forgetting the other guy's name that's a touring member of Pearl Jam right now that had filled in on the drums as well. Jeff Amitt now has COVID. The founding member, and you know, one of the founding members and basis of Pearl Jam, so they canceled their show in Sacramento uh, on Wednesday, and they canceled the show in Vegas, so very... Very bummed out about that, but still going to have a great time out in Vegas. Got the PGA and the Preakness. And later in the show, I'm going to give you some strategies on betting the PGA in tournament. I've already given you my picks. Hopefully you follow them. Uh, you know, giving you guys like Jordan Spieth and Xander Shoffley and Tony Finau and Will Zalatoris. And hopefully you're going to win some cash with me this weekend. But I'm talking about strategies when it comes to, you know, betting in tournament, looking at matchups day to day, looking at odds as they shift up and down. Uh, you know, as far as the outrights go and the top 20s and top 10s and top 5s as the tournament is going. And, of course, you can do all that at Bet Rivers. But let's first, on this fine, uh, squatchy birthday, take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And, you know, the Tigers, after looking nice for four games in a row, have looked pretty rough for the last couple. They go down in, uh, to the race 6-1 to one on Wednesday. They've lost 14-2 combined. The last two days, they get a well-deserved day off. Then open up a series with the Guardians uh, on Friday. There is no look-ahead line right now. It will be Scooble against Savale for the Indians. Scooble 3-2, and 2.5 2. Uh, ERA for uh, the Tigers. And Savale 1-3 with a 9.85 ERA. My thought on this is that it's going to be a pretty close line. I mean, the Guardians will be favored. Uh, but Cleveland's not playing really good baseball. They're 16-18, and 18, just three more wins then the Tigers, probably minus 125, something like that, maybe minus 120, because of how bad Savali has been ERA-wise. I would take a look at the total as well, and we'll talk more about that coming up on the Fantastic Friday Show, of course, leading into the weekend. By the way, World Championships of Hockey going on. Uh, you can bet that at Bet Rivers. Uh, obviously, we're recording this show after the game has gone off for USA and Great Britain. Uh, it was the USA minus 4.5, minus 114 on the puck line, and the total 6.5 over uh, minus 109, under minus 113 before the game went off. But, uh, you know, if there's any lines of note or plays that I have with that, uh, I will definitely let you know uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. But let's take a look at what's going on in the NBA first. And, yeah, it sucked that Al Horford and Marcus Smart were listed out. Remember, I gave you the Celtics, and obviously I, I told you to scratch that uh, on Twitter, but obviously the show was already recorded, and I did not think there was going to be any uh, issues with Smart and Horford, we knew that that, uh, that Smart was day-to-day, but was probably going to play instead. He did not. But then Horford with the, you know, uh, the safety protocol action because of COVID stuff. It looks like now, leading into the game tonight, game-time decisions for both Horford and Marcus Smart. Uh, as far as the heater concerned, Kyle Lowry has been out, obviously, for a while. Uh, Gabe Vincent and Max Strauss, who's been so important for the Heat, they're both game-time decisions. The line is where it should be. Heat minus 4, minus 112 kind of builds in. If one of the guys plays smarter, Horford, or if neither play, it's going to be right around that. I think the line close to close four and a half uh, in game number one. This is where we've talked about the zigzag theory. And you look at this line, minus four, minus 112 for the Heat. Celts plus four, minus 109. Money line Miami, minus 177. Celts plus 145. Total 208 over minus 109 and under minus 113. So listen, you got to monitor this game going up to when it's going to start. Do not bet this game early. Do not try to, you know, be ahead of the, the injury report. 
if Smart and Horford go, and obviously if Struss doesn't, which I think Struss is going to go, but if Horford and Smart go, you're on the Celtics. And it might go down to three, uh, it may go down to two and a half. I still would take Boston, money line and point spread in this game. This is going to be a six or seven game series. After game one, the Celtics knew they were down a couple men. If they get those guys back, you, the Celtics are going to win this game. I feel very confident about that. If one of them is back, I wouldn't touch the game. If zero of them are back, I wouldn't touch this game. But if both Smart and Horford are back, take the Celtics. I think there's good value there uh, in Miami for game number two. And how about the Golden State Warriors destroying the Dallas Mavericks in game number one? It wasn't even close. Lucas sat much of the fourth quarter as the game was out of hand. And now you've got the look-ahead line for Friday night's game. I'll be in Vegas at 6 p.m. starting out there for me. Warriors minus 6.5, similar to the first game. They were 5.5, minus 114 at Bet Rivers. The Mavs plus 6.5, minus 107. And the uh, money line for Golden State minus 265. Mavericks plus 215. The total 214 over uh, minus 110. And the under minus 112. You know, I gave you Dallas in game number one. I really thought it was a solid play. I thought that the Mavericks not having to play a lot of their you know big players and starters in the fourth quarter with that blowout over the Suns and then being able to go on the road and not have that first game one at home was an advantage for them. I was obviously wrong, but this is going to be a six or seven game series as well. Luka Doncic will learn from the mistakes in game number one. Andrew Wiggins did great, you know, had a great defensive effort on him. It was a great game plan by Kerr. So to me, I'm still going to go back to the well here and take the Mavericks plus the six and a half. I don't believe you're going to have back-to-back uh, blowouts. You see this a lot in conference finals and NBA finals games. You might see one team just rip the other team, especially the home team, in game number one. The road team comes back, either wins that game two, or at least keeps it close. I, I already banged the six and a half, because it might go down to six, five and a half, but I definitely have a full unit play on the Mavericks. Stay away from the money line, because it still could be a close loss for Dallas, and then they get back, you know, right where the, they want the right where they want the Warriors, because they were down 2-0 to the Suns, obviously. Dallas was, and then they came all the way back and won that in a game seven on the road. So I do I, I do like the Mavericks. Uh, I'm going to stick with them. If they lose game, uh, you know, too big, we'll have to reassess where this team is at. But listen, it's tough to win on the road in this stage of the NBA playoffs. I still think that Luka and Brunson and, and the Mavs can do a good job and at least get back into contention uh, as far as what they were not able to do in game number one. So give me the Dallas Mavericks plus six and a half, minus the 107 in game number two on Friday night. Let's take a look at the National Hockey League. And, you know, what a what a game, both in Carolina and in Calgary on Wednesday night. First off, you look at Calgary, they were up 5-1. to one. Then it was, you know, 6-5. to five. Then they ended up winning 9-6. to 9-6 in a second-round Western Conference playoff series. You got all of that, and I did give you the Calgary Flames. I wish I'd given you the minus a goal and a half, but I did give you the over. I had a parlay for you with the over and the Calgary Flames. So hopefully you bang that uh, with abandon. And that went over easy uh, as now the Flames lead that series. They're my Stanley Cup pick, so I'm not going away from them right now. They lead that series one to nothing. And the, the Hurricanes come back and get the job done in overtime against the Rangers. They lead that series one to nothing. We get to those two games in uh, games twos in just a minute. But now we have some game twos tonight, starting with the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've got uh, the All-Canada Series with the Oilers and the Flames. We've got the All-Florida Series with the Lightning and the Panthers. I was off on, you know, I've been so good with the NBA and NHL on this show. You know that if you listen. But I, I was off on this game too. Two losses in one night. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry, not two losses in one night. Two losses 
uh, you know, that I, I have to speak of here when I've barely had one loss, if any, on certain shows. Remember, we had that 9-0 uh, run where I didn't lose till the Celtics-Milwaukee Bucks game six. Uh, but I was wrong about Florida in game number one. The, the Lightning are just such a good road team when they've got things moving. And now it's a big game for Florida back uh, at home until they move to Tampa for game number three. The Panthers at Bet Rivers minus 157. The Lightning plus 135. Panthers minus one and a half plus 148 on the puck line. Tampa plus one and a half minus 177. And the total six and a half over minus 107 under minus 110. Tampa's a very good team. I think Florida is going to win this game. You can definitely apply the zigzag theory at times to the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. But I'm not going to lay the 157. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I want to look at game number two for Blues and Avalanche and what a win that was for St. Louis. The hot goaltender got, you know, kind of set backwards by the Blues. Bennington had looked so good and the Blues took uh, care of him. And they, you know, or I'm sorry, Bennington looked so good for the Blues. And obviously, uh, you know, Colorado was able to get the job done. So you look at this game and yes, it's a big money line. Minus 235 for the Avalanche, plus 195 for the Blues. Avalanche minus a goal and a half, plus 102. Blues plus one and a half, minus 122. The total six and a half over minus 125 and under plus 106. What I'm going to do is parlay the Panthers minus the 157 and the over of the St. Louis Blues Avalanche game. And what that will do for you is give you 100 to win 195. Or if you want to look at it uh, on a $50 wager, that would pay $97.60. To me, Stanley Cup playoffs, you don't want to lay a ton of money on single plays unless you're taking a dog or a puck line. And this is what I like to do, and I've given you a bunch of these winning two-game parlays. I'm not going to do more than that, but this is what I like to do, especially in this round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, when you've got a bunch of games, at least two games a night. I like to parlay two sides. Most times they're their favorites. Occasionally I'll throw some dogs in there depending on how I'm feeling. But this is the, this is a, a solid parlay in my estimation. I feel good about it. Panthers money line over the 6.5 in the Blues-Colorado Avalanche game. I think this is going to be a 7-8 goal game. We're seeing a lot of goals scored again now in the NHL. So that's where I'm at with those two games coming up later tonight. And then the Rangers and Hurricanes. Look at line for game number two in Carolina. Hurricanes plus minus 186 on the money line. Rangers plus 160, Hurricanes minus 1.5, plus 143, and the Rangers plus 1.5, minus 175. The total 5.5 over minus 109, and the under minus 109 as well. To me, there's one play and one play only, and it's a smaller play on the Rangers plus the 160. I love and respect Carolina. I still think the Rangers are going to win this series, but you know they're not going to. You can't go down 2-0 in hockey. It's very tough to be down 2-0 in hockey. And obviously, you look at the Blues and Avalanche. The Avalanche are going to win that series regardless. Uh, but St. Louis definitely going down 2 nothing would have a small chance. But if the Rangers go down 2 nothing to the Hurricanes, the way the Rangers have struggled at times at home in the playoffs this year. I mean, they played great against the Penguins later on in the playoffs uh, or that in that first-round series. But I, I think this is a big spot for the Rangers to get back in this series. I like the plus 160. They had the early lead in, the, in game one and just couldn't get the job done. So I have a full unit play on the Rangers plus the 160 coming up Friday night, 8 o'clock. And then you've got Oilers and Flames, game two. Flames right now, minus 186 at Bet Rivers. And the Oilers plus 150. I'm probably going to stay away from that game because I think Edmonton will have a chance to even up the series as well. But the Flames look so good, scoring a ton of goals. I might look at the over when the uh, that puck or the, the total goal line comes out. We'll take a look at that on the fantastic Friday show. And then, as I mentioned, the French Open getting going. Uh, Sunday, the first round will start early time here, Eastern time in America. And then uh, the full tournament goes for the next, uh, you know, 14 days after that. And taking a look at the few, they're doing qualifying right now at the French Open. You can bet that as well. 
Novak Djokovic, still the favorite for the men, plus 160. Carlos Alcaraz, plus 200. Nadal, plus 275. 8-1 for Tsitsipas. Zverev, uh, Alexander, that is, plus 15-1. to one. Dominic Thiem is 40-1 to one, along with Kasper Ruud and Yannick Sinner and Daniel Medvedev, who is uh, not going to be able to play uh, in some other tournaments. And at Wimbledon, being a Russian, is able to play at the French Open. Uh, so that's, uh, you know, you feel sorry for athletes getting caught up in this. Uh, but he's a Russian, and that's where uh, the world is feeling about their invasion of the Ukraine. Uh, there's also another uh, Russian, Rublev, who's playing in the French Open, won't be able to play in Wimbledon as well. I, I was looking at Felix Auger Alassamier, uh, the Canadian, 60 to 1. I think that there's some value on a, on a half unit play uh, on Felix. Uh, and I think there's also, if you want to look at, uh, you know, a real deep value play, I look at Sebastian Corda, uh, the American. 150 to 1. I mean, is, it, is there a good chance he's going to win the French? No. But you got to find some value plays when it comes to betting tennis at times. And let's say you take Corda and you throw 20 bucks on him. That's three grand. A cool three grand. I mean, it's better than, you know, sometimes if you're just throwing money away betting uh, a random baseball game when I told you not just to bet to bet. So that's what I like with uh, a value play on the men's side. As far as the women, are concerned. The favorite, Iga Swiatek, she's been sitting at even money uh, for since these odds basically came out. Simona Halep, 7-1. to one. Paula Badosa-Giver is 9-1. Uh, Javor is 11-1. to one. And then I have a play on Maria Sakara, uh, Sakari, excuse me. And she's 14-1, to one, the Greek lover. And, you know, she's been in big moments before. I like the odds of 14-1. to one. This is definitely a much more wide open field than the men is, that's for sure. Naomi Osaka, 17-1. to one. Uh, Sabalenka is 17-1 to one as well. Uh, you got uh, Garbine Marguza, who is 20 to 1, and then Danielle Collins, the American, at 25 to 1. I like the value play on Emma Raducanu, who's also 25 to 1. Uh, you know, the young teenage dynamo from Britain. Uh, my girl Coco Goff, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, she's going to win a major at some point. I don't think it's this one, but she is 31 to 1, if you're wondering. But I do like a value play on Raducanu, and I have a full unit play on Maria Sakari, the Grecian. And that is a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Actually, one more thing. I'm sorry. Before I want to, before we get out of here, I just want to give the updated series prices in the NBA. It's the Heat minus 148, the Celtics plus 120, and it's Golden State now minus 500, Mavs plus 360. If you think the Mavs have a chance in the series, you got to bet that now because if they win game number one, that's going to, or game number two, that line's going to go way down. Of course, if they lose game two, very unlikely they're going to win the series. So uh, take a look at that. And also, there was actually one other thing I wanted to mention, too. When you look at, uh, you know, the different NHL series markets, uh, right now you look at them at, at Bet Rivers, there are other bets you can make as well as far as, you know, when the series will end and correct scores and stuff like that. You know, for example, the Blues, uh, or the Avs right now, minus 835 at Bet Rivers. The Blues plus 550. There's team specials where you can do the series outcome, you know, plus two and a half games, plus one and a half games, Avalanche minus two and a half games, total gains played in series. There's all that kind of stuff as well. And then there's also the correct score. You can say the Avalanche win at four to nothing. That's two plus 220. Avalanche win at four to one plus 210. To me, I believe it's going to be Avalanche at six. So four to one, pretty good odds, pretty good value. And then uh, the Avalanche to win in game seven would be plus 650. Uh, how about the Blues to win the series 4-1? to one? Win the next four games, that's 40-1. to one. So please check all that stuff out. You always want to kind of play around with the app and the website because there's so many different things you could bet on that can give you some great value and add to your profit margin. Uh, so make sure you're always looking at that. And I'll always explain things here on the show, let you know all the different boosts and, and promos that are going on at Bet Rivers. That's what I'm here for you with each and every day. All right, coming up next, 
I want to give you some tips and tricks to wager in tournament for the PGA Championship as well as just golf in general and especially the majors. Get to that straight ahead right here on the birthday throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least 25 bucks, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. So I think that it's really important that, you know, if you're going to be betting things like golf and horse racing, things that you're maybe some of you are not used to betting, that you understand ways where you can really kind of help yourself, you know, hedge certain bets, give yourself maximum profit, uh, you know, viability. And that's what I love doing on this show because, you know, and I'm always learning too, but I've been doing this for a long time and I have lots of great people that have taught me and I have lots of people that I'm able to mentor when it comes to making different kinds of plays and being smart about your money and your bankroll and not ex- overextending yourself and trying to do too much, but also looking for value and things. And I think we've had a lot of success on, I mean, I know we have, but we've had a lot of success on the show discussing certain things and giving you winners at different kinds of levels based on whether you bet $20 a game or $50 a game or $5,000 a game. You know, this all works on all different levels. It doesn't matter what your unit, you know, size is, you know, whether it's 25 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, if you, you know, based on what you're doing, if you're following things that I'm saying, like I said, I don't know everything, but I've had success with this stuff and I do it, whatever I'm give, picks I'm giving you, I'm taking myself. And I've had success learning on, you know, kind of valuing what a unit is, what you're, you know, when you want to bet more, when you want to bet less. And when you bet golf, I think a lot of that comes into play because, you know, betting golf, I know there was a $20,000 bet that could pay, what is it, $1.2 million on Tiger Woods, if it wins, it would be one of the biggest golf payouts ever. You know, that that's, you're not seeing big bets like that in, in golf often. You know, guys, I know some people will bet two, three, four hundred dollars $400 on a golfer. That's a lot of money. My usual play, depending on the tournament, is anywhere between $25 to $100 something. Dollars. It all, it all, it's all different based on what the odds are. I mean, I'm not going to put $100 necessarily on a guy that's 101 to try to win, you know, an absurd amount of money. Um, it's it's one of these things where I like to take four, five, six different golfers, especially a little more for the majors, spread things out. I take half unit plays, quarter unit plays, and it all evens itself out because if I hit a guy like I have this year, I've had guys that have paid 2000 3000 4000 If you hit those guys based on your units of play, it's going to continue to give you that high profit margin and high profitability. And it also, you know, works throughout the tournament. So let's just take, for example, the, you know, four major plays I've given you on this show for the PGA. Uh, you know, Zalatoris, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Jordan Spieth, and Xander Shoffley. You know, I gave some other plays out, but those are the four, you know, full unit plays I have. Now, for example, Scheffler's the favorite. He's actually down to 10-1 to now at Bet Rivers. We got him at 12-1. to uh, But this is, this is a guy where, you know, he's going to be the favorite for a reason. And like I said, I, re- I rarely will take the overall favorite, but for majors and bigger tournaments, I will sometimes. Almost, I don't want to say to just necessarily hedge my bet, but a lot of times, the, you know, the top one, two, or three favorites going to win these events. That's the reason they are the favorite. Not in the Masters, per se, because I gave you the example that no one as a favorite won the Masters since Tiger Woods in 2005, so you kind of fade certain tournaments. It's, it's always different tournament to tournament. But for example, Scotty Scheffler, he's 10 to 1. Let's say 
you know, the leader after day one is five under somehow, which I don't think it will be. I think maybe one, two under. It's going to be, you know, single-digit winner, I think, to in relation to par, under par in this tournament. And Southern Hills is a very tough course, and the winds being 15 to 20, mile hours, 20, 20 miles an hour are going to affect that. So let's say Scheffler is plus one or plus two, and he's seven off the lead. He is not going to be 10 to one anymore. He might be 20 to one. He might be 30 to one. He might be 25 to one. That is where that kind of a scenario, if you believe, because look what Xander Shoffley did, for example, in the AT&T last week. He made the cut on the number and then, you know, was the leader in the clubhouse for a minute after having that ridiculous final round. So when you've got guys that are this good, as long as you can make the cut and be within 10 strokes coming into the weekend, you're going to have a chance. And sometimes even further away, you might have a chance. So Scheffler, being the best player in the world right now and and well-deserving the number one ranking, if his odds go down to 25 to 1, even if he doesn't have a terrible day, but he's just plus one and maybe someone just goes five under, you get him at 25 to one, you're adding on 15 to one to what you would have got him at if you took him right now at 10 to one. That's where you kind of want to maybe throw a little more money on that. Another example is let's go further down. And I mentioned, you know, a guy like Xander Shoffley. Shoffley uh, right now, 22 to one. I got him at 25 to one. Let's say Xander Shoffley is even and the leader is five under, something like that. Shoffley's odds might go to the, you know, into the 30s. Another way, you could back up a bet like that and throw a little extra cash in that if you believe in Xander Shoffley, you know, just kind of, you don't have to, you don't win the tournament on, on day one or day two. You don't even win the tournament, obviously, on day three. It's about four solid days, no real bad days. That's how you win a major. So you can get some extra value like that. Now, for example, let's say it's one of the guys I didn't give out there. Let's say for, you know, example, it is Sam Burns who I love, but I don't love for the PGA Championship. Sam Burns' odds to start the tournament, 45 to 1. Let's say Sam Burns, he doesn't have like an insane day, but he's like one or two under, he's a few off the lead, and you just his, his strokes gain putting or his strokes gain driving, whatever it is, the numbers are coming out to you, you're doing your research, you're listening to this show, and you're like, wow, you know what? He had a really good day one, even though he's three off the lead, and his odds are kind of right where they were. That's when you might want to add on someone like a Sam Burns or add on someone like a Corey Connors. And that's another thing that can, you know, lead to profitability for you as well. Because obviously you still have, we've on this show, the last several weeks, I mentioned 21 of our last 22 guys have made the cut and many of them have finished top five, top 10. There was a tournament, I think it was the Wells Fargo. We had three guys in the top six in the final round at one point. So you got, you got the, you know, it's like having the hole surrounded playing actual golf. But there's nothing wrong with adding people in if you feel like there's a valuable play there. You don't want to do this every single week. But for a major, when you've got good players like Connors or Sam Burns that haven't won one yet, but have the ability to be in contention, that's where you might want to add on. Obviously, the other side of this is, you know, let's say uh, you have Jordan Spieth, who's one of our plays this week. And Spieth is now, he's still 16-1, but I've seen him as low as 13-14-1. and Let's say Spieth goes out and leads round number one. And he goes down to like 3-1. to that's not where you want to take someone like Jordan Spieth. What you want to do is if you like Spieth a lot, and let's say he's got that great round one, he's the first round leader, and then after day two, he doesn't have a great day, and he ends up giving up the lead, and he's down by a few strokes, and his odds go back down to maybe 10 or 12 to 1, but you still believe that Jordan Spieth got off to the kind of start he needs and is in, in the right place, then you maybe throw a little money on him. The other thing you got to be careful of is, let's say you got one of these long shots, like I gave you Robert McIntyre, and I gave you Brian Harmon. Uh, you know, let's say they 
have like a you know rough day one and they go to like 300 to one that's where I probably wouldn't put any more money on a guy like that what you hope for is maybe they're just around where their odds are in the first place or if you have obviously a great day you're going to see those odds go way down and that's not where you want to maybe put a little more money on them because you already have them at a great long price those $20 bets we talked about on both Harmon and uh Robert McIntyre would pay $4,200 so you hope their odds are right near there and maybe if there's a, a, one of those two guys that I gave you that you didn't take before the tournament started. They have a decent day one. Their odds are still the same. That's where you can put on money on them on, on day number before day number two. And of course, there's odds live throughout the tournament of Bet Rivers matchups up and down the card. There's gonna be different you know props going on, uh, you know, throughout this PGA Championship. So just as I mentioned, always check out the website and the app. I'll definitely let you know what all the different promos and boosts are going on, uh, which is always a special thing uh, during a major. So that's that's kind of what I want you to kind of think about. When it comes to betting golf, especially in a major, because you really can back up bets, hedge bets, add on bets that give you just, it's like, it's like having more bullets in the chamber of a Nerf gun, of course. I'm very anti, you know, like regular gun when it comes to, you know, people hurting each other, but I'm all about Nerf guns. And you want to have as many chances to get that ball in the proverbial hole as you can. And I feel very good about one of our guys hoisting that PGA chain, the Watermaker Trophy to win the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. So good luck to that. I want to thank everyone again on this special birthday show. Just know how much you all mean to me. Thanks so much for listening. We got another show coming up tomorrow before I go out to Vegas. Then we'll get you the full recap of the sight, sounds, and flavor from seeing Silk Sonic, unfortunately not Pearl Jam, uh, EDC Vegas, Chainsmokers, all the different shows that are going on. Uh, Cannot wait for that. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream, Dan Leach, the Squatch. On the birthday! is out and in and loves y'all.